You're listening to the Communicate with Confidence podcast with me, your host, Luke Maxwell. This podcast is dedicated to helping you build your confidence, increase your communication skills, and wrap it all together with some practical business strategies in this episode number 53. I'm helping all of you introverts out there, and I'm helping you to talk to strangers. Now, I'm going to go this in three different steps. First, just getting to start talking to anybody that you don't know. Secondly, talking to people who want to talk to you. And third, talking to people who don't want to talk to you. Okay, let's get started. So the first step is is a concept that I've touched upon earlier called exposure therapy. Now, I want to make it clear, though, here that I'm very much an introvert. Regardless of what you might see from me on stage, um, if you need proof, you can ask any of my friends. I like being alone in my room, being me, doing my own thing. That's what I love most. Um, And so I definitely would call myself an introvert. And I don't purposefully, and and for the longest time, I didn't purposefully go out of my way to meet new people. I liked the people I knew, and I liked myself. I didn't need anybody else in my life. But then when I started uh, a business, I had to start talking to more people. I had to start selling more people. And this is where exposure therapy comes in, is take every opportunity you can to talk to somebody you don't know. You're at a grocery store, you're shopping, you pass by someone, maybe they're shopping, maybe you're grabbing something off the shelf and they're looking at something, you go, oh yeah, you know, oh yeah, I love this one, this one's my favorite, pointing it out to them. Who cares if they look at you and go, you're weird, you know, you're a str- I don't want to talk to you. They're never going to see them again, most likely. And you walk out of there, you being the better person and you having a positive impact or at least trying to have a positive impact. You win in that, in that area. But then, you know, talking to the grocery as you're checking out, when you're at the bank, like anywhere you are, you're walking places, you're standing somewhere, you're waiting in line. Talk to somebody. Compliment them on what they're wearing. Ask them why they're there. Point out something and say, oh, look at that. Isn't that funny? Of Weather <laughs> weather always works, but, you know, it's kind of cliche. And the person knows cliche. Um, if you're really desperate, then, yeah, why not? Um, but if you can point out something that's actually interesting that's happening, well, I, in this case, a hurricane is going on right now. So, yes. In this case, weather is an appropriate subject to talk about. But in most cases, pointing out something interesting, making some kind of remark about something that's happening breaks the ice because then all of a sudden, you're not just randomly talking about a thing. Like, I could give you just a random fact out of the blue. That's weird. But if I saw a moose running down the street, like, oh, that's weird. What's that moose doing? You know, moose actually have this unique prop, whatever, you know, mentioning something fun that maybe makes them laugh or, you know, something along those lines. Or have you have a joke about that? Those are the kind of things that you can just start to bring up. And you have to work on finding (laughs) your personality when talking to strangers and talking to people you don't know. Because obviously, you're going to be interacting differently than with your closest friends and your family. And that's okay. So that's the first step, is just taking every opportunity you have and just talking to somebody. Um, when you're walking around, if you're, especially if you're still in college, this works really well when you're sitting next to someone in class. 
sitting next to someone in class, you're next to them. By default, it means you're friends for the semester. <laughs> unless both, unless one of you are a jerk, you're you're immediately friends for the semester, and then you'll you'll leave and you'll forget that the other person exists, right? Unless you make a big positive impact on them, then maybe they won't. Um, so take those little opportunities. That's the first step. The second step is talking to people, having in-depth, long conversations with people who want to talk with you. And you can find those people at networking events. I've talked about networking in the past, so I'm not going to spend too much time on the actual aspect of networking and making the sale out of it. But I want to more examine how you can best just have a conversation with people that you don't know, that you're just dropping in on their lives. But here's the great thing about networking events is that everybody is there to talk to other people. They're there to talk to you. That's why they're there. So that makes it a lot easier for maybe other people to strike up conversation. Or if you strike up conversation, they're willing to talk to you because that's what they're there for. There's always those rare people at, mark, at network, networking events where you just ask, why are, why are they there? Like, what are they doing there? They're, they're not talking to anybody. They're being antisocial. And maybe they just are having uh, trouble getting started talking to people. Hey, and maybe you can be that person to sit down and talk with them. I don't know. That's just a suggestion. But when it comes to networking events, a lot of the same rules follow as far as interesting. But the great thing is you could ask about what they do because most networking events, if not all, are for business. Um, unless you go to a specific one for like moms or a support group or, you know, something like along those lines. Most networking events are for business. People are there looking to try to make money out of you and all the other people. That's why they're there. Or develop a relationship with you so you can lead them to someone who can make them money. And so all you need to do is ask them about what they do and then ask them questions about it. So they start talking. What do you do? Oh, I'm, um, I don't know. Well, for me, let's say people ask me this. Okay. So if you were talking to me, you say, oh, what do you do? I'm like, oh, I own a digital networking, uh, digital marketing firm. And I teach people how to communicate with confidence through different public speaking courses in my podcast. And I also run a mental health un- initiative. That's what... That's usually along the lines of what I'll say. I'll also gauge it depending on the person. And uh, maybe if they introduce themselves before and they say what they do, I'll kind of massage that to appeal to them and and show them and, you know, kind of um, give them the introduction that they would find most valuable. So if they they mention, oh, I'm a small business owner, I'm going to say, oh, I run a marketing firm. Leave it at that. (laughs) <laughs> and that's it. But if they're a young professional and ask them what they do, they're like, oh, I'm going through college. I'm, you know, I maybe have a part-time job, you know, just trying to make my way around. I'll be like, oh, you know what? I teach people how to communicate. We should talk. That's, you know, and see how I massage that. But if it's just general meeting, that's how I'm going to introduce myself. Just one more tip for you there. And if you, all you need to do is ask me, oh, you run a digital firm. That's cool. How do you work with um, like some local businesses? Oh, yeah, I can start talking about the businesses I work with. Then you start talking about, oh, yeah, that's cool. like what what exactly would you what did you do for them? Oh, you know what? What is what are some of the strategies you took? All you need to do is ask me more and more about very specific things, like narrowing continuously narrowing things, because all of a sudden we'll get to the pretty much end. I mean, I can talk for a very long time. If you listen to this podcast, we're on 53 episodes and I have not run out of breath since. But um besides that, um, I can, you know, talk a lot. And so I can talk forever about very narrow topics. 
Um, but of course, me being me, I'm going to turn that around on you after just a little bit and say, okay, yeah, that's cool. Like, what do you, what do you do? What are you interested in? And then we can have that back and forth conversation. That's when it comes to networking events where you want to start to go. Now, and of course, um, before I go on further, I'm going to mention other encounters like that, conferences, um, you're at where you're, if you're at work, maybe if you if you're part of a large company and you have your coworkers, you want to meet you want to meet your coworkers. First of all, good connections, maybe get some recommendations out of them, but also just helps. It just helps when you have someone who has your back when you're working. Um, I just know I wasn't even working in a big company, but I I I made sure my boss. I mean, my boss and I were actually became friends, and it was awesome for him to have my back in a lot of different areas. And of course, like having different relationships with different coworkers, all of the you know different ones, especially who are like, oh my gosh, like you know you do this because I made sure that I was trying to be a positive impact on all of them. I was trying to be a positive impact on the office, and then that showed. It wasn't just because, oh, I'm me, and I'm just me, and I'm just going to be me, and then everybody loves me. No, I worked to make sure not only at my job, but also to make sure that, you know what, I met, I made a good impact on this office because that's just part of me and what I want to do. But finally, we're going to touch on something. We're going to go the next step. Because right? remember, we started this. <laughs> we started this with just talking to random people at a grocery store. The next step is talking to people who don't want to talk to you. And that's when it comes to sales. Now, if you want to become a public speaker, if you want to own your own business, if you want to, I mean, if you want to get a job, you have to sell yourself, okay? With a job, it's different. They do want to hear you sell yourself. Um, But when it comes to sales, it can be very difficult. I know I've heard from a lot of people. I mean, I, I know this one person in particular reached out to me and said they have to psych themselves up for two days before making a phone call. Try for like I think existing clients it even was. That kind of thing obviously that leads more towards an anxiety disorder, which as I always say, you actually want to get professionally treated for it so that way you can actually um maybe operate more healthily on a mental level. <laughs> and and I know just from having experience in so many different areas of, of anxiety that there are times where I'm like, okay, I'm not, I can't make my sales calls this week, you know, because I'm going to focus more on different parts of my business. I'm going to focus more on me and I'm not going to make the phone calls today because it'll just make things worse. And that's something that I just know within myself and I monitor within myself. But when you are ready, when you're getting your, I mean, you have, you have that phone in your hand, you have that number in front of you, you have the account, right? If you're using a CRM, um, just a database, for those you don't know, that has all of the client's information in it, the prospect's information, you have that phone in your hand and you just need to dial, you need to dial the phone number and call. Don't get me wrong. I don't enjoy making sales calls either. I got used to it and I can do it, but it's not my favorite thing in the world. I don't like, you know, it, it's, I don't like, I don't want to interrupt people's day. I just, I, it's, it's very, it's very tiresome to just make sales calls all day. And that's something I did for a long time. And so don't get me wrong. It's not really easy for most people. Uh, If you're like me though, you just get used to it and it just, it doesn't bother you anymore. doesn't mean that you love it. Okay. So you don't have to love it. Um, First thing, mindset, a mindset going into this is that when it comes to sales, 
most people don't want you to ring. <laughs> Even if you have a list that's that you think that has people that need like companies that need your services or your product or whatever you're selling. Even if you have a good list and you and you're actually calling people who need what you're offering. The mind, the mindset that most people have is I'm interrupting. And this again, I just touched upon this. This is the mindset I had. Is I don't want to bother them. I'm just I'm just one of those salesmen. I don't I mean it's just they're gonna yell at me. They're gonna say no. It's just all gonna be a waste of time. And I have to I'm gonna have to call 50 more people and the same thing's gonna happen for all of them. That from what from the many people that I've talked to, that is the mindset. And of course, there's various branches of that, but that's kind of the core of the mindset. So the first thing we have to do is flip that before we even make that call. Is we have to flip that and say, we are sharing something interesting, something valuable, something that they need, this person needs, and this company needs, and we are offering it to them. That's that's what um, your mindset needs to be. And like, and if you if it's your own business, if it's your own product that you created, if it's your speech that you're selling yourself as a speaker, it's a lot easier to do that because like for me as a speaker. When I'm selling somebody, especially when it comes to price, my mindset is no. I'm offering them something valuable, something that's going to help them and the people, like let's say like a high school, help them and the students and the people attending, the people listening. This is super valuable. I should have no problem asking for money from them. That's what my mindset is, and that's how I go about it. Then when it actually comes to making that phone call, saying hi, this is something that a lot of people get wrong, is that you need to talk to them like you talk to the people at the networking event. More salesy, yes, you need to get to the point quicker. You can't talk about them about their life story for 15 minutes. Um, but you need to, and, and this is something I always imagine, if this helps, because this really helped me, is every time I dialed the phone, while it was ringing, I, I imagine that this person, I imagine, especially I liked having a picture of them like in my actual database in my CRM because that helped me just visualize the person better that I was talking to. But at the very least, I'll look at their name, I'll run their name over in my mind so I don't mess it up. And then I would, ima- and then I would imagine that they're my best friend. And then I would an- answer the phone. They go, hello, so-and-so speak. I'm like, hey, hey, so-and-so. This is Luke. I'm calling for... I'm calling from this place because um, I saw that you, I saw, uh, for example, I was selling social media and I, I mean, I, that's something I still do, uh, but like one of my sales things back then was, Hey, I, I saw that you weren't posting regularly on social media. It's, you have a big company. I think you're missing out a lot of value from your customers. Um, are you interested? I think that we have some things that could help with that. If you're interested in learning more about how that works. That was a not a great pitch because I it's been two years since I've given it or one year maybe I forget all the time is blended together, but also because um it completely depended on the person on the client on on everything. Um, but that's that's my advice. So it's taking those three steps, right? So it's those three different areas of your life, is talking to strangers, you know, and it's inconsequential. It's rel- I mean, relatively inconsequential. Every meeting has some kind of meaning, but um, doesn't necessarily leave a lasting impact on someone forever and they remember it forever. <laughs> but you can positively impact someone in the moment. And so just by 
just by mentioning something, pointing out something that exists in the world, saying hi, just saying something, just smiling. Like smiling is such a great way to get person, not only get someone to smile back and just brighten their day, but also it's a great way to break the ice and talk to somebody. And then it comes to networking events, you know, talking to people who want to talk with you. And in fact, you can even take this advice in the networking events to dating is that if you're at a bar, you're just on a date. These tactics work great. <laughs> if you want to talk to them, you want them to talk about themselves a lot so you can glean a lot of information. So I wouldn't necessarily say use that to your advantage, but use it to your advantage in the sense of, okay, you said you're interested in kayaking. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask you more about that. I'm going to bring that up later in the conversation to show that I remembered. And I'm going to maybe incorporate it into a date idea to show that I'm thoughtful and caring, right? Um, it's those, it's those kinds of things. Obviously you don't, if someone mentions they like something, you don't want to go overboard on it. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that's a little, that's a little creepy. Um, but it's, you know, bringing those same tactics they use in networking to sell somebody on a product or service and using those in the dating world to sell someone on you. It's the same tactics, the same thing. Um, and I wish more people understood this because they, <laughs> they go about dating in the sense of, just the the guy who's just directly asking for the sale or girl, right? Just going directly asking for the sale. Here, buy this. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you're selling. I don't know anything about you. You don't know anything about me. How do you know I want this? Um, <laughs> can relate that to dating pretty well too. But then of course, going into sales, right? Remember that it all starts with the mindset. You have to get your mindset in check that what I'm selling is valuable. And if you, you know what, if you're not selling something that's valuable and you're in a job, I mean, you have two choices. You either leave or you say, okay, I have to do this because otherwise I'll be homeless. This is, I'll, I'll do this for right now and I'll work on a side hustle <laughs> so that way, or I'll work to find another job that actually sells something valuable in order to have a clear conscience about this. Um, I'm a big fan of grinding, doing something you don't like for, for a while in order to do something that you love forever. And then don't forget when you're actually talking to somebody, don't forget, like, I, I mean, you could imagine that they're your best friend if that helps for you. Um, use those, use tactics like that to, um, physically, especially when you're calling on the phone to bring the, the meeting, the call um, to the real world, to reality. You're talking to another person and you need to understand that person if you want to sell to them. So that's it for me today. Um, this has been the episode, uh, episode number 53 of the Communicate with Confidence podcast. You can find show notes at more at lukedmaxwell.com slash podcast. I'm excited to say if you haven't been listening to the podcast recently, my speaking course is out not only a speaking course, but I also have a personal branding course that you get 50% off if you if, if you sign up for it after you sign up for my speaking course. I also have a bunch of free offers that I have for you. I have a, um, a Facebook group that is exclusive for people who sign up for my course. I have a new ebook. I have a book that I'm actually working on right now that I'm in the process of editing. I'm going through the final edits right now. A lot of fun stuff coming up. Check that out if you want. Just go to my website, lukedmaxwell.com. You'll find everything there. I'll see you Monday. And don't forget to stay on the positive side of things.